So yeah, we're gonna get right into it, brother. What you up to today? <laughs> Honestly, today I uh, I'm going over. I had this. I was supposed to do a podcast with, my, with a good buddy of mine. He's a colleague. We've been starting a a new podcast. Um, uh, more video than we are doing just recording. Um, I haven't even released it yet. Cause I I want I want to get a nice big bank of them, and I really want to edit them nice and make them visually yeah. appealing. Because we're dropping some really good content um, around the around the aspect of um, your spine and the mechanics of, of exercise and just cool. daily life. And, um, he's a disc expert, uh, you know, an intervertebral disc expert as, as I'm trying to be, he's about 25 yeah. years ahead of me. So it's been yeah. awesome just to learn from a man. It's right. been more, uh, you know, and we're doing that. Um, so we were supposed to do that today. We're gonna do that tomorrow, uh, instead and record. So I'm recording with you, which is always a, a blessing. I've been looking forward to this last night. I almost didn't sleep very well. And then uh, I'm going over to the Dirty Dog. They're doing the Dirty that's Dog right. Barbell. Yep. yep. Yeah. We sponsored it too. And I'm going to, that's on my list to get to today too. Man. That's right. Yeah. That, awesome. Are you going to be lifting in there? No, no, man. <laughs> no, dude. Um, you know, last year I showed up, watched, you know, Allie, Allie competed in it. You did like 600 year. for 10 or something like that. Last, last <laughs> Instagram post. You need to be out there. Oh man. Maybe one day, dude, but there's some, there's some houses out there. You know, they, they, they're out there deadlifting 750, 800 pounds, you know, bananas, benching 500 for reps mm-hmm. you know, squatting. I think last year I saw one of my buddies squat like 750, 800 pounds. Crazy, man. Jeez. I mean, just 500 on my back feels like it's, it's, you can, it's, you can tell it's so taxing on my CNS. I'm like, how do these guys do seven, 800 well, pounds? Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's interesting that most people don't even know that it's taxing on your central nervous system, right? So the fact that you even know that is, is huge. But that's part of it. They they train um I forget who it was I was watching. I don't think it was Eddie Hall because I don't he doesn't really he doesn't strike me as being a very cerebral guy, but I think it was uh um half Thor Bjornson. A good twenty minutes of his workout regimen is just central nervous system programming. So he gets he'll he'll take a thousand pounds off the rack and just hold just, it and just walk hold it. back. Yeah. Yep. yep, and it allows his his central nervous system to just program that yeah. load. You know, because that's part of it. You might have the strength, but if you're not, you're just not used no, to that man. stimulus. Yeah. And that's you're right. I see a lot of people do that. It's called like just you just unrack it and walk it, walk back and just hold it for. 10, 15 seconds, and then, then re-rack it. Mm-hmm. And you'd be surprised what that does over time. It just kind of programs your, your CNS. Yeah. To kind of get used to that. Yeah. Before you go down with it. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, I don't know if any of the guys that are that are listening today want to hear the podcast that me and Dr. Sean are doing, which is interesting. We both have both named Sean. Um, but, yeah, this the research that we're seeing is just – there is just no safe way to – to do that but again anything you love usually you're you're you know if you want love racing cars you're putting yourself at risk you love yeah. Yeah. you know and whatever it is you're gonna put yourself at risk oh you yeah, know man. and, and all, that, the, all the power lifters have had injuries mm-hmm. they just they heal up and go right back to it man mm-hmm. well and, and, and you know those guys typically like we talked about this um you know with your dad he's a really strong strong guy mm-hmm. um for a long time i was a bigger and stronger than i am now and i think that was I had some real problems with my lower back that I didn't even know about for a long time because I had so much strength in my in my muscles that were holding tension to allow my discs to basically wear down without without really Man. letting me know. Yeah. And so um that's where a lot of these guys are. They're very, very strong and, and their muscles are holding a lot more of that weight, which is actually a really good thing. That's where most of us fall, fall short. Right. Yeah. Most of us don't have the tensile yeah. strength in our yeah. muscles to, to really absorb the load that we're doing. These guys do. Most of them do. 
do you think a lot of the guys that, that are into powerlifting like that, they they do all the work in the gym, but do you think sometimes the reason they get injured is because they're not doing the, the homework, like in between gym sessions, like either recovery or stretching or or getting adjusted? Um, uh, yeah, there, there's probably a lot of things that can happen. I know a lot of powerlifters that don't like um, getting adjusted. I think they think it's going to take them off of their game. Like, um, gotcha. what am I trying to say? The way I've had it put to me before is, I think I think it might have been it might have been you that said this. That you don't when you're in a good place, you don't want to mess with it. And, yeah, and I can understand right. that too because you're like, okay, this is my this is my vessel. This is my this is what I use to do my my right. lifting, yeah. my workouts. Yeah. I don't if I'm not hurting, I don't want to I don't want to put a new variable right. in right. And I get that. Um, I know a lot of powerlifters feel that feel that way as well, um, especially when you're absorbing that kind of load. The last thing you need to think is that maybe you just potentially put a joint in the in a bad spot, you know. Well, I think mentally it can screw with them. But yeah. I, I would say from I watch a lot of um, Stuart McGill, and he he works with all kinds. Of, he's like the guru for powerlifters, yeah. and he works with all kinds of powerlifters. And one of the things he talks a lot about is most of these guys are not skipping their homework. Most of the, well, the guys we're going to see today probably aren't doing the body work and yeah. recovery just because they're not at that level. Right. right. But when you get to like the professional level, these guys aren't skipping, you yeah, know, they're, they're doing their stuff. And usually it's just, um, usually it's just a little small mishap in the, in the technique. Yeah. When you're under that much load, simple, just, just miss, simple. Yeah, that, that. yeah. Miss, miss breathing you know, can do it. Yep. You think about when you're holding a thousand pounds in your hand and you just, you just maybe take a small inhale differently. You, you decrease, in, um, you decrease your inter, interabdominal pressure yep. that increases your intrathecal pressure. And there's your, di- there's your spinal cord, there's your disc. And so it, it's in, when I, the more I learn about the disc, the more I'm like, it's changed everything about how I work out. Now I just, once upon a time I was very, very into it. And now I just, I guess the cost benefit for me personally yeah, just with it. an injury in the past with wanting to do things with my kids and things like I just, I want to be here. I want to be able to be moving and, and fit long-term rather than maybe look a little bit strong, maybe be stronger, right? but have it break down sooner. It's more functional, more just functional. I would say so. Stuff. I would say so. Like I still, I still find my ego gets in the way every now <laughs> and then, but, um, uh, Again, I'm not saying what I'm doing is right or wrong, that they're doing is wrong. As we said, it comes down to what you're passionate about. I think my passion has shifted a little bit more towards how do I stay strong and fit and looking good for the lifetime rather than just, okay, I'm going to ride this until I can't, right? Right. And I, I feel like I feel better almost every day now than I did before. I was always hurting. I was always sore <laughs> yeah. in some regard. And I was getting adjusted all the time. It was just, yeah. you can't undo all the stress you're putting on those discs. And you only get one, yeah, one set. Right. And so that's why I always look at it like, okay, how do I preserve what I have? Um, but there's a there's actually a really, that kind of leads right into what we were talking about yeah. before that you wanted me to. The One of the books I, that I recommend everybody read, and I was going to give you one of my one of my copies because I actually lent it, and then I lost it, and then I found it. So I was like, okay, so now I have two. 
Um, but it's called The Tools of Titans, and it's written by Tim Ferriss. He's written all kinds of books, Four yeah, Hour Workday, The Four Hour Body. But this has kind of been, this is a hodgepodge of all of the interviews he's ever done. Sweet. And he's gotten interviews from really cool people. You know, Arnold Schwarzenegger is one of my favorites in there. Um, I'm pretty sure, um, I know Oprah's in there. So it's just like a little nutshell versions of, a, of each. Yeah. He's consolidated all these yeah, highly successful performers. People. Yeah, just took just got right to the point. You know, yeah, and like, some hey, of them, what's your habits? Yep. What makes you successful? What's some advice you could give somebody? Yep. And just kind of puts it down in like a couple of pages. Mm-hmm. What I'm what I'm cool. thinking he did is he he always talks about how he's a super big um, note taker. Um, I'm thinking what he either did is he either took notes during the podcast when he was doing podcast interviews with these people, consolidated them, or he transcribed them. So cool. a, after after he went back and took the biggest, most important nuggets of each piece, and it's like four or five pages per interview, and it's like nice 10, 15, 20-minute bite-sized re- readable chews that you can do right. daily. And he breaks it up into health, wealth, and wisdom, which That's is really cool. cool. Um, and it's not – and he gives you instructions. And the, uh, what I like about this, too, is he gives you instructions for how to read the book. The first, like, five pages are just him describing to you yeah. how not to use it. Right. Like, it's not meant to be a cover-to-cover read. It's yeah. not not even meant to be read in, in succession, in order. It's just you flip it open. What do you want to read about today? You want to read about wealth? Do you want to read about wisdom? Do you want to read about health? It's whatever your body kind of, is kind of needing that day. Exactly. And yeah. so I, I tend to – because they're such short – just short pieces sometimes i'll just do one of each every day if i have time and that's cool you brought that up because that's naturally kind of how i've been programmed is that's why it is so hard for me sometimes to sit down and read a book like front to back mm-hmm. i find myself getting up some days being in a different little bit different mindset i might be i might need some like spiritual stuff but then the next day i'm like oh i need more i need more like strategy mm-hmm. like so i'm diving into like some online workshops getting some more tactical type stuff mm-hmm. and then some days honestly man i found myself i don't do it a lot i have found myself just listening to listen to music mm-hmm. on my cardio or my yeah. workout and i'm you know i need i need like a little break from all the, 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 all the information. Dive information stuff so i like having the freedom to kind of navigate each day with kind of what my body's needing Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool that that book yeah. is programmed you're, you're, for that. You're 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 probably you're like me, maybe even maybe even in a in a, a little bit more of a, a little bit more stepped up. But you're a consumer. I've noticed that about you. You just you just consume information. Oh you know, man, like, I, ha- I have to set some boundaries from sometimes because I'll, I'll consume. I'll be in a, and I, I I will admit my faults, and it's a it's an obsession that I have that I have to control. I have to put a governor on it because mm-hmm. since I was. 16 years old and it's yes it has been the driving force for a lot of my success but i have found in my more mature years that hey sometimes sometimes you need to have a little bit more balance and if that means letting my foot off the the gas for a little bit to, mm-hmm. you know bring myself back down to earth and say hey i got a family and i need to go visit my mom i need to go get on the phone with my dad spend some time with you know stuff that's yeah. not uh data or work or business uh related mm-hmm so that's, I, I get that. I get all that. Yeah. And I, I mean, that's been something for me too, that I've been really, I've, I've seen my business change a lot. Like when I, I'd say, when I, especially now as my daughter's getting a little older, she's becoming more aware. It was a lot easier to leave and do things and just be completely consumed in work. 
um, when she was younger because she wasn't cognizant, right, cognizant yeah. that I was there. But now she is, and it's so much more. It's so much easier, and but it, I'd say it's so much easier to to stop and be present with her. Yes, now mm-hmm. than it ever has been. But um, and I think you're gonna have. You're gonna have the the up and down. I mean, I, I I'm I'm trying my 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 main goal right now is trying to figure out how to how to create how to create sustainability across all the platform across yeah. all the platforms. I call them platforms in my life, but like yeah, family. family, you know, faith, um, you know, work, and then health. I mean, that, I don't necessarily think you should always compartmentalize your life because I think they all do feed to, feed together. Yeah. I think being a good parent, some of that is all about making sure your kids see you doing things like being in the sauna like yesterday. I think learning is so much more caught than it is taught. Um, You you can't teach your kids how to be good people. You can only show them how to do it. That's right. You know, you can't teach your kids typically to, to be physically active. They have to, they have to look up to you enough which means you can't be a crappy person right for example if you if i hate my dad which i don't but if i hated my dad and my dad was in really and i felt like he treated me poorly treated people around him poorly right and he was very narcissistic and then one of his big obsessions was being in the gym there's a good chance i'll gravitate away (laughs) from the gym yeah right because i'm going to attribute all that but on the other hand if you if you give it all to god that you're able to wake up in the morning and and move because most some people can't get up at all oh yeah so i think i always like to pray pray about that like man thank you so much just for the ability for my feet to hit the ground today and stand up right you know yeah i might not have a million dollars in my bank account you know but yet not yet but hey i have lots of blessings you know and I was I, going back to just trying to keep balance. You know, I'd say my, my business in chiropractic has probably slid back a little bit. Um, we had a bunch of really good months in a row for the first two years. We were just going crazy and doing really, really well. And, and ultimately I think it's probably me that changed. I don't know that it's necessarily the business is doing worse. It's that I'm less, I'm less on the gas pedal. Right. Yeah. And I'm, I'm starting to scale in different directions you know, and one of those is I just, I, I want to be more, more equal across the board. Um, yeah. And, uh, it, a lot of it comes down to wanting to spend time with my kids and, and, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm setting some things up in, in place, but that's a great book. I mean, I, I think, I think for me, it helps a lot with just understanding that there's a lot more important things than, yeah, than what it is you're doing for work. Yeah. Um, I was going somewhere with that, and I feel like I kind of lost it. But well, it's it, balance, and then you know, a lot of the stuff you're you're preaching is exactly why I'm I've, I've newly ter- been turned on to Andy Elliott. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what he preaches, you know, because he was struggling in that same department. He was working 17 hours a day, coming home. He'd throw his kids up in the air for a second and say hey to his wife, and then get back on his phone to work. Mm-hmm. And you know, one day his wife just sort of told him, "Hey, you know, we, we we love the vehicles, we love the nice eight hundred thousand dollar home, but we've learned to live without you." And that just hit him like a freaking train, you know, mm-hmm. and it was pretty much like a wake up call for him. And then he went like extreme. He stopped working. He started like taking off three or four days of the week and spending too much time with the family. And she was like, all right, we got to find a yeah. happy medium. All right. <laughs> Don't like you that yeah. much. Yeah. So she's like, she just, and she kind of just sat him down and said, look, why can't you, why can't you have a good balance with all of it? And that mm-hmm. was like a light bulb moment. He's like, you know, you're right. Why can't I just like freaking man up and just yeah. and just be badass in all the the categories? So that's what he did. So he's and it, but one of his biggest things is be where your feet are. 
Mm-hmm. You know, so when he's at work, he's a he's a killer at work. He's focused, and then when he's home, he's home with his family. Yeah, at church. He's at church, so he keeps it all divided, and that's kind of helped him kind of be balanced in all those little areas. So, and that's kind of where I was going with yeah. what I was saying too is the the balance for me has definitely been a little bit better. But again, I think you know, being transparent, I've just the business has slid back in, in a little bit of a, a little bit of a way. Um, but I was talking with Kendall the other day about it and I was like, you know, we, we might've had better months in the past financially, but I was miserable and I feel really good about where I'm at, which yeah, is man. interesting. We probably, we made like 40, yeah. we made $40,000 less this month than we did three months ago. Right. I'm happier today now than I was then. And I told her, I said, you know, Tony, Tony Robbins talks, God's love is circulating in my life in lots of different ways. Mm-hmm. And I'm not perfect. I have lots of things to work on. Like I bought that Andy Elliott training thing. Haven't even looked at it yet. I was about to tell you before we even got on, man, I've been, I've been struggling. I've been just, yeah. I've been kind of in, not, not in a low vibration, but again, I've been, I've been in kind of this place where I, I'm focusing more on, on me and on my family and trying to be a good dad and a good husband. And, and you're, I still you're, suck at that too. I'm still trying to get better, but, but I guess you're but saying things you're, are kind of falling yeah, off when yeah. it comes to like my tenacity towards developing me. Um, and I'm just being transparent for anybody who's listening. You, you're going to have those days. I, I hate one thing I hate and what I've told, promised myself I would stop doing is I, I want to stop trying to be perfect on the platform yeah. right i think people smell that out they know you're full of shit yeah i'm I'm in a rut right now but it doesn't mean that you have to be upset like yeah. i'm in a rut maybe financially right like we're not growing as fast as right. we, maybe i want to i mean things are happening so when i really step back and look at it i mean i'm opening another business next week um stretch you know stretch rome's doing really good we're opening another strive my first affiliate yeah, buyer out there so i have somebody who's actually going to pay me to open up a stretch stretch facility in calhoun that's cool that's new that's never awesome. experienced that yeah i um we're in the process of putting together a whole module series for future buyers to want to build their own stretch facility teaching them all the steps and making so that when they sign on the dotted line yeah yeah, it will make, we're making it so that when they sign on dotted line, they're going to get an email full of a bunch of modules. Right. They're going to get everything from their website, all included in the price, their website, their marketing material, their first round of T-shirts, their tent, everything they need Sweet. to get out there, all just drop ship right to their house, and they're ready to rock and roll. And, and then they'll also have me guiding them through, vid- yeah. through video. That's a project I'm on right now. Um, and then, again, so I guess like, and then, then this new podcast, I was telling Kendall, like, man, you know, maybe maybe God's love is not circulating to me in, in money right now, but I feel like there's a lot of cool things. I'm getting a lot of information from this guy, Dr. Sean. I'm yeah. learning so much from him. He's, he's putting so much time and energy into me that he doesn't have to because he sees potential in me. Yeah. And so sometimes I guess what I'm, what I'm saying is I want to challenge people out there that are listening that look around at what else is happening in your life besides just the finances, besides kicking butt in, in, yeah. in the money category. Are you being a good dad? Do you feel like you and your wife's relationship or you and your girlfriend's relationship are on a, on a good place? Like right, are, you, yeah. are you, are you vibing together? Are you really, you know, in a good, in a good you know spot together? Are you intimate? You know, do you mm-hmm. guys talk about intimate things? Cause you can have sex and do all that stuff and talk, but then not really talk about anything that really matters. You can yeah. still be strangers. Are you present yeah. with your kids? Like, 
And a couple ways you can you can know this is if if you're laying there and your kids prefer your wife, it's probably because you're not doing enough. They're I out. noticed this yeah. too. Yeah. I'm like, why does she always want you? And she goes, well, I'm always with her. The days I spend a couple days home with her, guess who she's snuggling Bill, with that back night? Up that trust and yeah, she's with dad. And I'm like, that to me, there is nothing I could do in the business world that makes me feel as good as when my daughter comes and snuggle, chooses yeah. to come and snuggle up next to me. Right. And I guess that's, that's where I'm finding a lot more of my identity right now. And that's why I think even though the money is not coming as, as much as it could, and it will eventually, but I think I'm just, God's got me in this place. And I never, I never like to use God as an excuse to be lazy, but right. I think God's got me in this place right now where he's like, dude, I got you. You're going to be fine. You got some things that are sowing yeah. right now in the soil. Yeah. Let them, let them sow. They'll be there to reap in a little bit, but yeah. I want you to be dad right now. I want you to be with your wife. I want you to be more present. Um, and that's fine, man. It's like, sometimes you're, you're, sometimes you're, I, I use the surfing as an analogy. Like sometimes you're, you're riding a, a awesome wave. Yeah. And then sometimes, man. You, you know, even the greatest surfers can't catch a, a what do you call it, a tide yeah. forever. There, I have all, no idea what surfing. So <laughs> you know, sometimes you are you are kind of down in the water. You're you're just you're just hanging onto your board. Yeah. You're still moving. Mm-hmm. You're still moving. You're still got momentum going, but you may not be on that bad that bad wave, and that's fine. That's all part of the ebbs and flows of life. And what do you the think? Journey. I love that analogy, actually. So I love it. So I want to take it one step. What do you, what do you think about? I think a lot of people think they always have to be on a wave. Yeah, and I've I've learned recently that that's not the what case. What do you think about the guys that are out there surveying, right? They're, they're waiting for the wave. Yep. Right, rather than waste their time on the wrong waves, they're waiting on the on the one that they really want to ride. Right. And I think there's something to be said about that that stillness. Yes. You know some of that like I've watched guys out there. I swear I swear I was in I was in um I was in I was in Venice Beach. And I don't know if that's a good surfing bear. I don't know, but <laughs> I was out there at Muscle Beach, and I, I was really fascinated with the bodybuilders there. And I looked out at the water, and this guy was sitting there on his board, long hair, just prototypical just surfer, wait, just you waiting, know, just waiting. And then we're there for a little while longer, and I, I glanced over again, hadn't moved, hadn't you know, hadn't taken a wave, and there were waves coming in, but just not nothing crazy right yeah and i swear he sat there for like 30 minutes or more yeah before man, he and then it finally finally a big wave there, you could tell the difference in the wave right and finally he got up and went and i was like wow you know and i guess i didn't i didn't really understand what that meant until i or i didn't really you know, there's things that happen in your life i think that are just filed away and waiting for another moment yeah <laughs> you know yeah i just took it as oh it's a better wave mm-hmm. so he was waiting on it but like mm-hmm. You think about the, the what that can actually mean in your life. You know, yeah, like, for sure. Don't you don't always you don't always have to be riding a wave. You don't always have to be doing something. Sometimes you can just. Oh, no, that's a lot of pressure on yourself too to mm-hmm. to, to put that. I kind fall of, into that all the time. Put that pressure on yourself. Those expectations that you constantly got to be riding a wave or, mm-hmm. or hitting these huge milestones every week or every day. Mm-hmm. It's it's very you get burnt out. So you're right. Sometimes it's okay just to take the pressure off and be like, you know what? Instead of drowning in this world of uh or this pool of like expectations i need to just take a step back come back to earth and be grateful mm-hmm. for where i'm at and focus more on my family and friends and and and, and just know that that's okay that with yeah. patience um yeah. if you have the open mind which we, you do i can tell you the type of person that, that when an opportunity does come along when the right time the timing is right you're gonna, you're gonna jump on it yeah yeah 
Um, and that that's kind of like when I, when I talk about this kind of stuff, I always I'm always weary to to put this idea out there that you shouldn't be working on yourself, right? Because I, I think stagnation is different than stillness. Um, yeah, I still I still work out. You know, I still get up and I do my I still oh, yeah. move. You know, that's, I still I still try to read. I still do my my work. Still get my time in the word. Right? Like I'm still I'm still developing myself. Just and again, I, I guess I'm still doing things in the background. But right, yeah. um, I'm just not making money my main concern at the moment. And, and you got to think too, man. I'm gonna. But like with the Andy Elliott thing, what's bothering me is I put money into that and I know it'll make me better. And I think on some level, I think I'm a pretty good salesman as it is. And I think on some level, I'm almost afraid to figure out what I don't have figured out. Yeah. Right? You ever get there where you're like, maybe you don't because you always strike me as just kind of keep moving. But like, yeah, it's I, I, I applaud how much you're willing to just learn. Like you just go out there and learn it. And if you don't know who where to learn it from, you just so simply Google it up. But yeah, man. I think with him, I'm like almost, I'm almost afraid of what I'm going to learn that I don't know or I'm not comfortable that, with. That might make you, might overwhelm you at a little bit. Moment. Yeah. yeah. No, I get it. A little bit. It is. It's, uh, like I said, it goes back to what I told you a while ago. For me, it's, it is, it's like a, it's like a double edged sword. For me, I have to really check myself because I do, I'm always hungry to learn. I'm always like chasing that next piece of knowledge. And, mm-hmm. and, but at the same time, that constant, desire to learn can can also develop a little bit of burnout oh, so yeah. i gotta ch- constantly check myself you know be mm-hmm. like okay today's about the f- 12th day in a row i've been on this mission i need to just chill out for a minute and come back to earth mm-hmm. so <laughs> well that's what's cool about that book too going back to the tools of titans you can you can take whatever you want for the day you know you can take it in, in chewable pieces um and yesterday you know i had i got done with um, a team meeting we had, we had we had a quarter three meeting which we're actually almost a month late in quarter three but um we, we sat down and did our quarter three meeting um went over a quarter two recapped it came up with some new goals all that junk which was great um i always like that because it kind of just reestablishes, you know the a little bit of fire and tenacity of the team and um it also gives me the chance to just tell them that like I love you guys. Like I'm here to, yeah. and I think those that are, are open minded and, and open their eyes know that I'm, I'm trying to develop them and push them beyond what it is that their position is. Right. Like with this whole stretch Rome thing or stretch your city is what it'll actually be called. Once we start expanding, you know, Lindsay, who's been my, you know, kind of marketing right, social yep. media, she's going to turn into my overall marketing coordinator for that. So she'll be the one in charge. And this whole time, I feel like she's thought I've had her on the back burner, but really I've been thinking about what I know she's perfectly designed yeah. for. And I've just been trying to figure out the puzzle pieces to make it come together. You know, Megan eventually is going to be end up being like an area manager for me. When I open up more, more chiropractic offices, she's going to be that person that I'm going to elevate into a right, make sure yeah. everything's getting done properly role. And I'll pay her more for that. You know, and it, at this point I'm still in this mature, maturing stage. I mean, the practice is only been open two, two years and, a, and yeah. some change. Yeah. I mean, most people aren't doing what I'm doing in two years and I'm not trying to pat myself, but sometimes I'd be like, man, just, Take yeah. it easy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you're trying to go so fast, so far, and it's like, okay, there's some great things brewing, but I like to try to take the people around me 
that right, have been yeah. loyal. And that's yeah. kind of going back to that. I love these team meetings because they, they kind of just reinvigorate the mm-hmm. loyalty that my team has for me. And the same kind of things in the messages that we're talking about right now is, you know, Lindsay and the girls have been like, John, just stop and take a minute and look at what you've accomplished in two years. And most people aren't, you're out of the office. Like I can leave the office on a Thursday. I mean, starting right. Calhoun, I'm going to be busy again, but up until this last six months, really, I could leave the office really anytime I want. Yeah, now, are we going to close big sale, big big care plans when that happens? Maybe people that need to be communicated a certain way might right, might yeah. not, but that's okay. I mean, the office still runs pretty well, yeah. right? Um, and when I say close a big care plan, I mean someone that has a lot going on yes. that does not understand they have a lot going on sometimes can be a really tough conversation yeah, to explain to them that yeah. hey this isn't about the money but i know it's a lot of money and i get it i want yeah. to make sure you understand that we have you taken care of there's a price tag on this because well your health is worth it and because we have to use tools and technology in right. order to get you there and those tools and technology have a price and the time has a price and so that's important but not everybody can communicate that i say all that just to say that nothing of what I'm doing is really all about, is really about making the money. I, I care more about the person walking out of my office because I'm afraid they're going to go down the road to a cheaper chiropractor Yeah, and they get shitty. So they get really bad care and they won't even know it for six months. Yeah. They won't they even have know no it. idea how often I see that come in my office. People that are thinking they're getting good care because it works in their budget and it works in their time. But then you come to my office and we realize that for the last six months or a year, really? they've been breaking down slowly and Man. because no one told them, Right, and the chiropractor was afraid, or the the practitioner was afraid to have the real conversation of what they really needed. Like if Andy Elliott, you sat down with Andy Elliott, and he said, "Hey, man, I got bad news. Um, bad news is your sales are and everything, your communication is in such a bad spot. It's going to take three times a week for for a few for a few months of you working with me directly, right? You know, a couple hours a day in order to get you where you need to go. The yeah. good news is you're going to get there, and I promise you that." However, you doing once a month coaching calls right, yeah. isn't going to do it. You yeah. know, that can be kind of a, a pattern disruptor yeah. for people, right? Yeah. I put it in a different, what would you say to that? You'd be like, well, I can't afford that. It's going to be way more expensive than right. maybe you wouldn't because you value yourself and, and investing in yourself. But that's sometimes what it can feel like to people. They're like, whoa, I yeah. thought what I was doing was good. And it was. Right. This yeah. is better. And that's. Yeah. That's one of those things that, you know, we're working on right now, but, um, I've been able to step out of the office a lot. What I, what I mean to say is people are getting wonderful care in my office, Without even if having, I'm not yeah. there. And that awesome. a year ago, that was a dream. There's no way I could do that. And now we're there. And so we had to take a second and step back and look at that at the meeting yesterday at like how cool that is to be two years into yeah. practice and be able to do that, have some freedom. Right. And again, it's, it's, it's all about just having that balance. You yeah. Know? And that's kind of where I'm at. Like I, I got to a point where I realized what I was doing wasn't sustainable trying to wear all the hats, mm-hmm. you know? So that's kind of where I'm, I'm currently at with the smooth, the nutrition shop side as I'm, we're having some product training, you know, where I'm not the only person there that is that knowledgeable, knowledgeable about, you know, creatine monohydrate or what the, the best type of protein to take after a workout. These are humans that work for me. They're fully capable of learning that stuff. I just never took the time to realize that I could, they can be trained, you know, yeah. 
cheat sheets, those, you know, I got stuff printed out behind the counter, Keith's top picks for whatever things they can just resort back to if they're in a pinch and mm-hmm. need to help a customer if I'm not able to be there, just like you. Yeah, man. Yes, while I'm there. I never thought about that for your Yeah. For your shop that, that would that, that would be a big a big deal. Yeah. So like when I'm there, of course, just like you and you that you could probably help somebody with some deeper issues that has like more more stuff going on. Yeah. But I, I can't be there seven days a week, mm-hmm. you know, sixteen hours a day. You know, I've it's happened before. I've left after a eight or nine hour day and then never fails. I get a call from one of my staff that says, Hey, a guy's up here, got some questions. You care if we, we put you on the phone with him? I'm like, Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you know, ahead. I'll talk talk him through it. You know, he ends up he ends up buying a hundred dollars worth of products, which you know is cool. But I'm like and that's that's some of the light bulb moments that went off for me that hey, I gotta I gotta start leveling up a little bit and training and letting my staff be a little bit more knowledgeable to at least point them in the right direction. Yeah. So, and, and with all that being said, I want to ask you, and sometimes simpler is better. Yeah. Is, do you ever personally get overwhelmed at all the moving pieces of, of what it takes to run a business and grow a business? Because sometimes I'll have situations where it's almost like analysis paralysis where you do you do hear things you, you know you start getting involved with like Andy Elliott's group and you, you hear things like you know content 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 you know you need to have an email list you know then you worry then you start worrying about the quality of your content you know the camera guy and the edit the 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 sound the audio stuff your social media posting how often are you you posting making posts mm-hmm. uh, then you got your team you got to take care of you know making sure everything's running right within the the business you know there's no drama everybody's showing up on time place is clean uh in, in in compliance with the health department like on our end yeah and then you know all the other stuff you know which is interesting checking prices never comes to my, my you know, office, which is what's funny yeah check uh, keeping prices in check you know the inventory um all these moving parts to keep that you, you you're constantly being told you got to do to grow a business it can be a lot for a for a business owner mm-hmm. like, yeah so yeah and uh I how do you how do you handle all that as far as knowing <laughs> all this stuff you need to be doing versus when, when you can just take a breath and say, Hey, it's okay. I don't have to tackle this mountain today. As long as you're putting efforts in, maybe just, that's a really good question. <laughs> I, I mean, if you want the honest answer is, uh, you know, if you want that, and here's the thing, there's another couple of agree, agreements I've made with myself recently that I'm going to start, I'm going to start giving more, more acknowledgement to God and Jesus as being the reason why I can do a lot of what I do. Yeah. I've always been a very faith-based guy. I just don't always share it. And I think that's because I don't want to put or inundate people or, or come off as a, as a Bible thumper. Right. I don't mean to press my faith on anybody else, but I do think it's important that I start acknowledging who's making all this happen or what, or whatever you want to call it is making all this happen for me. And I really do think that, you know, I all of it happens because of, faith because of you know you know god's power and god's love and i think ultimately yes i get overwhelmed and when i get overwhelmed the best thing for me to do is just i pray on my knees Ed Milet does that and i started doing it myself i think it's a very big transition into the posturing it makes me feel small makes me makes me, reminds me that even though i'm six four i'm also i'm, I'm a child in his yeah. eyes you know yeah. and I just laid all out. Hey, here's here's where I'm struggling, and I and I honestly I know I can't do this without you. Yeah, and I don't know why I've bitten off all this. I don't know why I've. Um, I hope I, I hope I'm not making mistakes by opening three and four businesses within two years. Like, 
I just, I just tell him, you know, I'm like, you put this hunger in me, so I'm trusting you. Because ultimately, he did. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't just go off of pride. I mean, <laughs> right. I, I had a I had yeah. a really good idea put in my lap on. Well, first of all, I had a really strong desire to open my own office. I didn't have to do that, but I did, and it worked out, and everything went great. And then I had a strong feeling that that stretch facility would be a great idea. It just hit in my in my gut, and I was like, okay, I never had a bad feeling about it. And usually, I I will get a bad feeling. I kept on pushing. It's been really doing well, um, but. I'd say everything was easier when I just had the one, when I was able to just focus on relentless, right. all the pieces were a little bit easier to manage. And then when I added another, now it's like, okay, I think in some level I thought I'd be able to run it like my chiropractic office. And then I realized that, okay, it's very much more a numbers game right. with yeah. that. It's yeah. getting into the nitty gritty of time and how much and, you know, um, what the packages look like and how affordable are they. And, yeah. and there's a lot more to it than I thought there was. Um, yeah, it can I, definitely be overwhelming. But then going back to it, how do I, how to handle it? I mean, I just have a great team. I've picked good people. I love them. I make sure that they know that the main reason why I'm doing what I'm doing is because I want to serve people. And otherwise, if your main reason for doing what you're doing is to make money, you're never going to keep no. people loyal and they're never going to want to serve and go nope. above and beyond for you. And so I have team that really wants to be there. I have team that really wants to see the things being done right. Um, I have a lot of checklists. Checklists save lives. I think if you, <laughs> yeah. if you have a business, you need to have a checklist, even if it's just simple stuff, just to make sure that they get done. So for yes. us, we have checklists for all, for almost every different task in the office, right? If it's there a day one, if it's a day two, if it's a re-exam, there's right. a checklist attached to that person's folder. And we make sure we go through every piece that needs to go through, even from updating their little note file in there, in their, mm-hmm. you know, with what we discussed with them that day. Hey, told the patient that we really want them to be doing some at-home exercises on August 4th, yeah. 2023. They said they would do them. Um, and, just keeping that record in place. That way that when yeah. they come back and say, oh, I never got exercises, we have it in our notes to say, well, we gave them to you on August 4th. <laughs> right. You have those. Or, yep. So I think that's what it all comes down to is manage get the best you can. But, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think I think when I try to handle it all on my own, I definitely get, get overwhelmed. Yeah, and I'm I'm same with you. I'm, I'm so grateful for the team that I have and and – what's been so rewarding for me is to, to, to give these people what I thought at one time was, was tasks that I was always going to have to do and seeing them flourish with it. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. very rewarding for me is like, Holy crap. You know, this human that I thought was just going to be a smoothie maker for me is now doing all my inventory and, and ordering major supplies that are dependent on the store to keep running healthy, man. I yes. don't have to think about it anymore. Let me, let me, um, so this is a, this is a, this is something I've always subscribed to most, most leaders, most chiropractors do poorly because they have a very hard time delegating tasks. They feel like they're the doctor. They need to do all the doctor things. And if they don't, then somewhere in their mind, in some some part of their mind, they think that no one can do it as good as them. Sure. But 80% is better than, you know, you doing all or everything. So, but this is, this is how I try to, I keep this on my phone, but this is how I try to, you know, look at it. How do you how do you manage all the different businesses? How do people like Ed Milet and Tony Robbins and Andy Elliott? Yeah. Right, because he's not doing it all himself. No, I saw the Elliott Group. He yeah. probably has leaders that are also coaching 
his clients, right? If I imagine it's not just him doing all the teaching, there's probably no. 10 guys there or five. He has yep. a tribe yep. of guys that have been with him longer yes. that are kind of his lions or whatever. Right. And then, you know, they, they teach yep. and each one teach one. Well, here's how it goes. If you delegate tasks, you create followers. That's great. That's great. That might've been where yep. you were before. Right? right. But then if you delegate authority, you create leaders. So right. if you, that's what I try to do. And with Megan, I said, hey, you're no longer just the front desk girl. You're the yeah. office manager, which right. means you're in charge of keeping me in check. You're in charge of keeping um, yes. our, our whoever's doing our day one procedures in check. Right. You're in charge of making sure that Dr. Josh and Dr. Kendall are in check. Now, at some point, the buck's going to stop with me, and we might have a, hey, right. I'm making the decision moment. Yes. But ultimately, I'm going to trust that you're watching the moving pieces. Yeah. With that, it goes, okay, I need you auditing accounts. She knows I'm not going to tell her how to do that. She knows how auditing accounts needs to go. Right. But with my girls, I've always been, if I'm not here, how would you figure it out? Rather than being like, Hey, do this, do this, do this, do this. Now, yes, sometimes I do make sure that they're doing the things because what I've realized with owning a few businesses now is that if you think things are getting done and you're not checking in on it, they're probably not getting done right. perfectly. Yeah. It is important to have uh, yeah. a weekly or at least a daily kind of yes come back through Checks and comb. Yeah. Yep. And so we do huddles in the morning, huddles in the evening um, to just make sure that everything that did go well that day is talked about and then everything that didn't go well needs to be addressed too. Um, and then monthly meetings and then we train on things all the time too. Um, yeah. It's a lot. Weekly training is huge. Two hours minimum. We do two hours minimum of training. Um, Coming back to, we we use about 20 to 30 minutes of that time. And my girls have been asking for more. We use about 20 minutes to 30 minutes of that time to give them chiropractic information knowledge. So that when people ask them questions about decompression or about knee decompression or about, you know, what's happening with chiropractic or the stretches that they have an understanding so that they know that they feel confident really yeah. is what it all, yeah. all called boils That's down awesome. to. So we do a lot of that, but creating leaders is important. And the hardest leader for me to create right now is my wife. She is, um, the hardest person for me to manage. And it's because really, you know, we're not really designed to manage our spouse. <laughs> right. Um, and, uh, she's stepping into her leadership right now, which is good. Um, I think that's how you really do it. If you really want to, if you really want to expand and grow, you have to delegate and create leaders that are that are behind the mission. Um, yeah, man. And, and the only way to do that is really to have a to really have a strong mission, right? You have yeah. to you have to really have a strong enemy that you're trying to fight. For me, it's medicine, it's surgery, it's meloxicam, it's it's these injections we're putting in people's nerves, it's steroid injections. All these things that that you know, we just do because it's quick. Yeah, as a a society, you know, same thing with me, man. You know, all the all the pharmaceuticals, the the quick fix, weight loss, you know, stuff that that has crazy side effects. So we're definitely on the same mission, but just in different kind of yeah vehicles. I saw I saw a really cool uh, video on McDonald's fries. Have you seen this? Yeah, I saw that, man. Insane. How they're processed. They put off so many toxins, they have to like let them degas for like a week mm-hmm. before they can even be processed. Yeah. It's well, crazy. even in an open air, even in an open air area, like a, like a crop 
the farmers won't even go out, go out there, there for, for so many days three, because days. of what they yeah. use to kill, just to make them look pretty. That's uh, crazy. That's, that's all it, it comes that's down all to. It is. Yeah, they want any blemishes on the right. on the potatoes. It has nothing to do with the edible nature. It's just that's how. <laughs> yeah, they have this image to uphold, and right. they're willing to sacrifice people's health for it. Yeah, and I go back. My my, my nephew, who's six, loves McDonald's fries, oh, and he man. eats he eats McDonald's. I think at least three or four times. Eh, maybe three times a week. I know when he's with his grandparents, he always wants McDonald's. Now, is is Chick-fil-A doing any better than that? I really don't know. I know Man, we always want to call them their God's, God's chicken, but I really don't think, when it comes to bottom line, I don't know if they're really doing much better than, than any of the other fast food joints. You take, you take a, a typical child that's, that's being raised on Happy Meals and uh, Fruit Punch, you know, um, Kool-Aid that's got red number 40 in it, that kid's going to have some massive, you know, learning disabilities and be probably be diagnosed with, what do you call it, ADHD? ADHD. You know, stuff like that by the time he's 10 years old and have some some major issues and everybody's just wanting to medicate, medicate. He needs therapy. Mm -hmm. Oh, they don't don't look at the the crap that's been put in his system since he was born. Yeah, that will continue on. It's like they're just dancing around it. You know, he'll still still keep eating fast food. He'll still... They'll still keep pumping him full of food colorings. It's like when you start talking about that stuff with people, you're, you're the freaking like hippie, mm-hmm. crazy person. Yeah, it's hard for us to take a look <laughs> at ourselves and realize that it's going to take. It's just like working out, right? Yeah. When you come down to why why don't why don't people work out? It's not because they don't. It's not because they're afraid of the workout. It's because I love that Coach Carter quote. Our fear is that we're powerful beyond measure and that we're not going to be able to live up to that power forever. Yeah. Right. That's what stops most of us from doing what gets us to where we ultimately want to go is because it's, it's fucking hard Yeah, and it's hard to keep doing it. And once you've tasted a little bit of that success, it's even harder to set back into the mediocrity and it goes into parenting our kids. And I'm, I'm experiencing this now. My wife and I would look at people and their kids would be going, Oh, that won't be us. Well, fucking or when we're letting our kid, yeah. we're let our kid use our phone to watch TV because it keeps oh, her, no, it keeps man. her quiet. It's, and it's like that's that's the kind of p- kids we've programmed by watching cartoons. Now, is these cartoons are specifically designed to keep these kids' attention for only ten seconds at a time, and well, and without it's, it, the kids go nuts. But it's also we we're pretty good about what we give her to eat, but. Yeah. yeah, it's like, it's, are, are you willing to get rid of the convenience of uh, yeah, having it's that? It's about balance, too, man. Like, I, I'm saying, you know, and I, it's hard for me to talk about what I would do and not do about kids because I've never had my own kids from my own. I've I've helped raise some yeah. children, you know, from, from a young age, and we got some teenagers now. Well, one just turned 20. But, um, but yeah, you, it's real easy to sit there and say, oh, my kid would never have this, and I would never let it have an iPad. But I, I'm not saying, I, I wouldn't say never, but. I would set some, I would try to set some boundaries, you know, maybe instead of a, um, mm-hmm. a, a fast food f- fun meal every day, make it like a once a month thing or something like that. Yeah. You, you know, the kid can look forward to instead of pumping it full of stuff every day. So I, I'm, I'm real big about just being realistic and yeah. having well, a good balance. Well, it, it's just like, this could go forever, but it's just, it's just <laughs> so, compounding problems yeah. that turn into more problems. Yeah. Like we don't want to, we don't want to do what it is that is the inconvenient thing, right? Like, like yeah. be a good parent, prepare right. food for our child. And cause that's kind of tough. We don't want to do the thing that 
maybe we should do, which is get off of our phone, engage yeah. with our child while we're at the dinner table or when we're out to out to eat because we're exhausted and we don't we don't really know how to try and be an, an engaged parent. And so our kids bouncing off the wall. So we give them something to put in front of their face or we give them a snack that we know will keep them quiet and shut them up. Yeah. And so, okay, now we fast forward that kids got ADHD. It's really not the kid. It's not the program of the brain. It's nothing wrong with the kid, but instead of trying to sit back and say, okay, what do we do? What, what can we fix? Right. Maybe, yeah. in, maybe it's not convenient, but what can we fix? Like di- detoxing their diet. Right. Right. Being more present with them at home engaging them in more activities rather than putting them in front of the TV. Okay. But then we don't, we don't because it's it's more inconvenient. So then we go down the line. Then your kid's been taking medicine for a while. Well, now the dosage doesn't work. So you have to up the dosage. And then eventually, again, these, these medicines have clinically been proven to cause depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts. And then again, um, a high blood pressure is a really yeah. common one too. So now down the road, let's just say these kids, maybe let's just say they don't go through the, the gambit of anxiety, depression, all that. Right. Maybe they're going to a therapist because of all that. Maybe they're on medicine for all those other things, but then they go down the ride and, and now they have, now they have high blood pressure. Okay. Well, are we going to figure that problem out the right way or are we just going to yeah. put them on blood pressure? Are we going to, that kid's now going to take blood pressure medicine, that blood pressure medicine screws with your kidneys long yeah. enough now all of a sudden you're going to be on some other type of drug. It's just now it just spirals all because we didn't want to be parents all because we didn't want to educate our kids and all because we didn't want to get off our lazy butts and exercise. Well, it, so now our kids never saw us exercise <laughs> and it goes back to the caught, all, not taught thing. Well, that, and then also you can apply this phrase to everything is like, choose your hard. It's, it's, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard to, to have like a conversation with your significant other and open up and, talk about problems that you, know, yeah. you guys are having instead of like giving each other a silent treatment. It's hard to, to, to set boundaries for your kids with electronics. It's hard to not go through McDonald's every day and maybe go do something a little bit healthier. It's hard to, but it's, you know, it's, it's and the same thing with the health and fitness. It's, it's, do you think every day I want to go crush the gym? I think I'm super motivated every day. No, mm-hmm. no, I'm not, but it's all for a bigger cause. Like it's also hard getting, a phone call from your doctor saying you got to get put on medication for the rest of your life. You know, it's just like choose your, it's either going to yeah, put in yeah. the work now or it's, it's hard going, come going back through later. a divorce. Right. It's hard going through a divorce. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I've been through one of them, so I don't mm-hmm. want to go through another one. It's and, hard. Yeah. It's hard sitting, like you said, going back to that and this is all coming back around to the balance. Yeah. It's nice. It's hard. It's hard to make a lot of money. It, it can be. Right. It's hard to do that. It's definitely hard to do that with balance. Yeah. So yes, you could have the the financial success, but then if you're now having to write a, 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 a child support or an alimony check out because you didn't take care of business at home because well, maybe you didn't want to hear about where you were lacking. Cause I think a lot of, a lot of people that crush it in business are drivers yeah. and they don't want to hear that there's anything that's wrong with them. So maybe their wife is trying to tell them that they, that there's something that they need more from them or that yeah. they're just not doing, but they don't want to hear that because it's hard to hear that you have to change. And then when you don't want to change, well then nothing changes. And so then you end up, you know, yeah. Well, I think most of these guys end up with great, great money. The only problem is that that sweet truck or that, you know, that, mm-hmm. that super duty or that Tesla, right. It's not going to hug you. It's not, you can't take it to bed with you. You, know, you can't, you and, can't, you can't, it's not going to hold you when you're having a bad day. And that's what I'm realizing. Like 
I have a nice truck. Do I want, are there things I want that are maybe nicer? Yeah. But then I remind myself that once I buy that car, I'm just going to, I'm just going to regret it. I'm just going to be like, oh, this is cool. It's cool for about the first two weeks. Yeah. And then you know what happens is then that little bit of dust comes on the top of the dash, right? right? You get some, you get some crumbs in there where you're eating. But you you promised yourself you weren't going to let it get dirty when you, when you bought it. Yeah. It's funny how it happens like Mm -hmm. that. And then before you know it, you're driving around in a car that's great, but it's the only time you get to enjoy it is when you when you're walking up to it right maybe and it doesn't look as good as the yeah. fresh new clean one that you're driving by on the on the lot no nope. and i just told myself like i have an awesome truck is it the is it the coolest one out there no but it no. looks pretty darn yeah. good and when i walk up to it from 40 yards away 50 right. yards away i'm like man that's a that's a Sharp badass truck. looking truck you yeah. know and um I say the same thing about yours. Yours is really cool too. I was actually going to ask you about your lift or how high it is. I think I, I think I want them to sit a little higher. But yeah. I still love it. I mean, I, Ten years ago, I would I would have been I would have dreamed to have the what I have. You know, oh, same here, man. That's the that's we can go down different rabbit <laughs> trails with this. And we did have a purpose. To this well, we're going to get to it. The last, <laughs> I think we're going to dedicate the last like maybe five or ten minutes to what we're going to what but, the whole episode was about. But yeah, you're but right. It, com- it comes down to sacrificing some of that my wife has never driven a really nice car so we got her the nice car yeah right i get to live vicariously through that you know the king ranch and all that cool stuff it's great but you know primarily i like i'd rather her have it you know i'm good with what i have um but coming back to the balance part sacrificing some of that yesterday i think a big part of me you know being the driver that i am you know i wanted to I wanted to get some stuff done, and and um, after the meeting we had, I was all fired up about getting some stuff done, getting some modules out, getting some stuff created. But I told myself, okay, I got my workout in, and I was like, this is why I need a sauna and, and all that yes. in my house because it's it's I have to drive to the to our to the the facility. Right. And then we get it heated up, you know, because right now we're not, no one's there keeping it heated right. for us. Yep. So, um, so that I was like, you know what, I could do this by myself. That was the plan was to go by myself. And it turns out that my wife was, was, um, finishing up having lunch with a couple of her family members at Olive Garden. And so she, she rolled around and she was, Hey, can I come in there and do it with you? And I'm like, you know, yeah. ordinarily I'd have been like, this is like time I set aside for right. me. But I was like, you know, balance, yep. balance, you know, yep. and, uh, I was like, this could be a moment we could have a little fun in there. And we did. And like I said, Harper got into the sauna with us for a little bit. It was still heating up. It was maybe maybe like 100 degrees at that point. But she was like, hot, hot. <laughs> so and I was like, yeah, it's hot. And she was, she was like, I'm pointed out. I'm like, yeah, you should probably get out. Um, But yeah, the whole. And she watched us do that, though. She yeah, watched us be in the examples, sauna. She watched yeah. us get into the cold plunge. And she even touches it. And she goes, oh, you know. Right. Yeah. Does your kid have to do a sauna and cold plunge? No. Do Should babies? Probably not. I really don't know. I've never looked at the research on that. Probably not because they can't regulate temperature the way we can. But yep. she's seeing us do it. And I think that's what it all comes down to. You know, for me, that was what was really cool about that. You know, and I know that we are going to be offering, you know, um, couples and things right, like yep. that, you know, um, packages. So I think that that for me, I felt like it's really fun to be able to do it with a, with a significant other or even just a yep. buddy, you know, being in there kind of. They talk about um, in some of the research, they talk about the way you can make sure you get through that hard that that um stimulus mm-hmm. is by having someone there holding you accountable because yeah. yeah. sometimes if no one's there you might oh, get yeah. out it's you like might get out a, a minute early or just not well, do it or not like, go down quite as you deep call it like peer pressure a little bit you got somebody watching you, you yeah know, it's like, i mean hey, you don't, you don't, you're kind of competitive in yeah. nature if, especially if you go with like a you know dude friend or whatever it's like yeah. oh i don't, don't want to get out unless yeah. you, you know 
accountability. You, yeah, accountability. Yeah. And Kendall, uh, she she looked up all kinds of research on pregnancy. I mean, really, at the end of the day, you're you're we were we were kind of like, is it safe for you with pregnancy? Sauna is the only one that you're not really supposed to do if you're pregnant, right? But with cold, you're actually shunting blood, and so it increases your your circulation, which is great for the baby. You know, yeah. the baby in there needs circulation. Um, it it helps to regulate the the baby inside of mom also gets to stress regulate little bit which is kind of cool that is cool um but it helps with swelling it helps with inflammation it helps um it helps um helps with some of the hormones that are being released it helps with nothing more it helps with your breath work and getting your body um getting your mind to absorb i mean if you can if you can't get it get through a five minutes of of 59 degree water temperature you probably going to have some trouble birthing a baby and so it's not that the, is that is that the same absolutely not and right. i'm not going to say because i can do five minutes of cold plunge that <laughs> i can birth a child right but what i'm trying to say is it's a great starting point to start practicing your breath yep. to start practicing how you respond to rigor right yep. are you gonna yep. clench up or do you right and breathe through it lean into it right a lot of wim hof who is the founder of all the godfather of all this a lot of it was more based on the breath work Mm -hmm. for him that extreme temperature forced him into a rapid heart rate right which some of the some of the circulatory improvements um it a lot of the benefits are very similar to what happens when you start exercising with sauna and with cold plunge. Yeah. But it jump starts the process and so your heart rate spikes, your breathing shallows, and that's very similar to what happens when you just sprinted, right? Yeah. You're sucking yeah. wind, you're not getting and so you have to train yourself to respond to that stress. Mm-hmm. And by doing so, you train your body to respond to oxidative stress, to respond to that cortisol dump that happens when stress hits your body. Because when you work yeah. out, people don't, maybe if people don't realize, cortisol hits your body. Right, right wrong, yeah. right, wrong, or indifferent, it happens. Oxidation happens inside of your cells and in your muscle right. tissues. And, you know, that's when you can't oxidize any longer. What ends up happening then is you, you yep. produce lactic acid. This is all, all these things are are happening during the cold plunge or during the sauna pr- mm-hmm. process. And so your body is able to learn how to do that under manufactured stress. Um, and in the, I mean, I think, I think there's so many benefits beyond just the ones that are scientific, oh, yeah. yes. but when you think about the scientific benefits, you know, some of the things I noticed was, you know, like blood pressure, cardiovascular improvements, inflammation improvements, those hormonal like right, norepinephrine right. increases your growth hormone for men. Testosterone levels go up. That's huge. Your sex drive starts to go up. Your, I don't want to steal some of your, I know you have a couple <laughs> you want to say, but one of the couple ones I liked that I thought were really cool was the dementia and, and Alzheimer's right. yeah. re- reduces. You actually can improve your lo- your length of life by doing these things. Yeah. So who doesn't want to do that? I mean, 30, yeah. 30 minutes in the sauna is well worth five minutes in in a cold plunge. Yes. The only problem is you're supposed to do the sauna first and then cold plunge. So then if you want to do the sauna after, some people do that just to just, there's no real benefit. Right. But just should say benefit. Just kind of warm yeah. up and relax yeah. yeah, afterwards. But I don't think there's anything. And Kendall was like, you know, I actually do feel like I'm in a better mood. I'm like, I know. No, like one of the, so I, so there's know, two pieces of that, but I, and yeah. I want you to go first. But yeah. There's two pieces to why you feel better. Yeah. And maybe you know what they are, but. And as you know, I mean, we, we've been 
talking about this for a while, you know, the cold plunge type thing. I've been fascinated. Of course, I've been getting in saunas for 20 years. You know, this takes me back to the Rome Health Spa days. Mm-hmm. I know you're not from Rome, Mm-mm. but all the 70s, 80s, and Where 90s, was that? the only gym in Rome was Rome Health Spa, Central Plaza, right there on Second Avenue, where Duffy's Deli is, and okay, it was all over that there. stuff, and that, that shopping center, and that was the place to be, but they had, you know, at the time, we took it for granted, you know, we didn't realize that that was so special, but in the back, there was a hot tub, steam room, sauna, cold plunge. They had a cold plunge, had too? In, in the ground, circular yeah. plunge, it was like six feet deep, total, total submersion. That's what Tony Robbins has. And then you had a menthol room. You could get in there and have this like this little look like a toaster oven with like these glass chips in it that put off like yep. this crazy menthol like Hall's Vicks vapor rub in there. So you would just go in there and make your rounds. You would spend ten fifteen minutes in the steam room, you know, the sauna, get in the hot tub, get in the cold plunge, go back and forth a few times That's and awesome. finish it off with the menthol. Had towels. You just feel like a million bucks. Had the showers mm-hmm. and just didn't really know what you had. You know, at the time, I mean, I would have. If I'd known it was going to be gone, I would have used it, you know, more. But been a huge fan of that for for years. Of course, it's it's pretty popular now on on all social media. If you're on Instagram, oh, yeah. you can't scroll without somebody getting in a cold plunge or an ice bath. But you know, so I kind of revisited it about a year ago. I went and bought me a hundred gallon uh, water uh, trough from Tractor Supply. We took it home. I'm like, I'm gonna I'm gonna really just see if this really makes a difference in how I feel. Just see if it's overrated, see if it's overhyped. So I filled it up with water, went to the twice the ice place, filled my cooler up full of ice, came back and dumped it in and stuck a thermometer in there, make sure it got to like, you know, fifty fifty eight degrees. Went all in and man it was it was rough, but I hung in there for like maybe three or four minutes, got out and no kidding, man. Like for the for the next two or three hours I felt like I was like almost not like drugged, but so much dopamine mm-hmm. uh, was floating through my system that I felt like I was kind of floating. It was almost like a feel-good gas. And so I knew something was up with with that, what I had just done. So I started researching, and sure enough, and maybe you can elaborate on it, why why that? Why did I feel that way? You know, I mean, it's, it's, I think it's dopamine. Your body's pumping out, mm-hmm. you know, a different different types of hormones to mm-hmm. – to either regulate or whatever, but it felt amazing. It had like really good, clean, even cognitive, mm-hmm. more, yeah, well, cl- it more clarity. Your, it increases your mental acuity. Yeah. So um, because of the vascular improvement, right. right? So one of the reasons why people do nicotine is because in, in short doses, they've actually seen that if you, if you take nicotine, like for example, I know boxers do this. Um, boxers will actually take and throw a dip in sometimes before mm, yeah. they, they box. Um, and now these Zen pouches are becoming, they're not healthy, don't get me no. wrong, but like nicotine has short-term benefits of vasodilation. Right. Yeah. And what that does is it puts more oxygen to your brain. So yep. when we talk about we're short-term vasoconstricting, when you get out, now you right. get this vasodilative effect, dilative, that's probably not in real world, but you get, you get this vasodilation effect and now you get a whole bunch more blood to the brain, right? So that's, yeah. that's, that's part of it. But I, I think that yes, the dopamine hits. Right, that's another that's another huge hormonal piece. But I think a big part of it is you you made an agreement with yourself and you yeah. kept it. Yep. When you start making agreements with yourself and you start keeping those agreements, well, now you feel good about the fact that you just accomplished something. Built up discipline. Yeah. Exactly. You built a discipline and you said you were going to do something, and you didn't wimp out. Yeah, it's not the most comfortable thing. No, definitely not. So, and, and there is a little bit of that mental toughness and grit yeah. you have to go through. Um. I personally, I personally like 
the challenge of getting into it, it after a minute or two, um, you know, I don't really in my tub after a minute or so, I'm pretty much good. Um, I'd say even 30 seconds. Once I'm in, I'm fine. Right, but right. I also, I turn off the water circulator cause I don't want to electrocute myself, but the professional tub we have obviously circulates water. And yes. so that's gonna, that's gonna really <laughs> jackrabbit the yeah. brown fat cells. Yeah. One of the cool things about brown fat cells, people, a lot of people don't know this, but they're located in certain places. They're kind of like a chest girdle around our, our upper body. Right. They come around your neck. And if you can imagine like football pads, yep. where those pads hug tight is kind of where your brown fat cells hug. So up here by your thyroid and your neck, um, underneath your armpits right here in like this lat region, yep. that's another big one. Um, around your around your waist, kind of where your lat ties in at the bottom, that's right. another place. Um, and so as you submerge those areas, you're really going to see um, brown fat improve, and that's going to help you start utilizing energy or yep. using fat for energy. So brown fat, outside of other things, and I don't know all the things they do, but outside of some of the other benefits, one of their main benefits, a lot of what people usually talk about them for, is their ability to jumpstart the use of fat for yeah. energy. Yeah. That means you're going to start leaning out. You know, you can actually you do this. Yeah. You do this five days a week. You do this for a few months. I bet you you start noticing that your skin looks a little more shrink wrapped. So that's my goal. Is I've read, you know, if you do a minimum of 15 minutes a week total, total cold water mm-hmm. therapy. So that could be it could be five minutes, three days a week. Yep. That you can, like you just said, do it for 90 days, and you're going to see a huge difference in your body composition. Mm-hmm. I've I've noticed that just by doing so, it, and again I've noticed that just by doing it. If you don't have, if you're doing this at home, so why why should they come to see us at Sweatfix, right? If you're doing this at home from someone who owns their own cold plunge, unless you have found a way to circulate water in multiple directions, like I have a little pump that'll pump some water, it still right. does not compare. Unless you've found a way to keep the water circulating it doesn't those brown fat cells don't get activated as right. as much yep. because those that's that's usually where you start to protect first your body your body will actually lay down a residue layer um and it actually starts to desensitize those parts of your body quickest but when you circulate the water well now that doesn't well, and, happen and for me man i lived i live right in town and i got the i got the 100 gallon tub mm-hmm. so i just found that i just got tired of spending money on ice yeah me too and not everybody's going to convert a deep freezer into a mm-hmm. i used to do it the other way know. too the ice and it, and it I, was such I, it was such a barrier i was spending gosh i want to say just to get enough ice you know, I, I would have had to have went and purchased my own ice maker for the house if yeah. I really wanted to keep going down that me road too. because I was spending like 10, 10 bucks a session yeah. on ice. Yeah, me too. And honestly, man, right there in town, I would fill it up with ice, come back, and by the time I got my truck parking out and drove to the, the, the water thing, the, the ice had already kind of started melting yeah. a little bit. You yeah. know, it's not not as hard as it was when it yeah. first came out of the machine. And it's just a barrier too. like, you know, right. The whole idea is you want to, you want to manufacture simple in yes. your life. Right. Yeah. Now, yes, driving somewhere and doing it does take a little bit of a layer of a commitment. But not but as I mean, much people, as going to get ice. I'm telling you right, right. now, I, that's why I stopped doing it. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, I don't, I don't feel like going and yep. getting ice and toting it in my back of my truck, back home, mm-hmm. dumping it in, waiting for it to get cold. Mm-hmm. But now that I, well, and you can also regulate your temperature. That's the other yeah. thing. We have oh, a, yeah. we have a temperature regulator that's going to keep it at a, a comfortable, yeah. a comfortable, uncomfortable fifty seven, fifty eight degrees, which is where you're getting a lot of the. You're still getting all the benefits, 
but you're not freezing your tuchus off. Like it's not ice. Right. You know, a lot of these, those people do ice baths and stuff. You, if the ice is still floating in the tub with you, you're probably somewhere in the high thirties in your temperature, maybe low forties. Yeah, if you still have ice cubes floating in that thing, enough. you're in the forties. That's okay. The benefit of this is from 32 all the way up to 59. So you choose where you, you right. can either do 32 for maybe a minute or you yep. just know you have to do it more often. Um, and they talk about if you're doing 32 degree sessions, well then you have to do like we talked about multiple yeah. throughout the day. Right. Um, whereas if you do the, the higher temperature, you just do it, um, you do it for a little bit longer bouts and you're, you're good. Yeah. I prefer a little bit higher temperature. Um, if I'm in my cold plunge at home, I feel like foot 50 is pretty good. It's a good challenge. Um, if I'm in, like I said, the one we have at sweat fix, I like, I like it at 55, at 55, 58 is pretty good. Yep. Um, I noticed that when I got to the fifth minute, I got like four minutes. I was in there. I started noticing I was actually shivering. So that doesn't, that doesn't happen in mine. Right. It yeah, doesn't have water moving around you. Yep. And I have an, like I said, I have a nice converted cold plunge with a temperature regulator. So people out there are probably thinking, I'm just going to buy one. I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's different. It's not the same. Yeah. And uh, I mean, and that's what you're after. You want that shiver. If you don't start shivering, we haven't gotten the response we're looking for. Right. So that shiver is yeah. very important. So for people that's listening, that's just now hearing about, you know, us, and they're also hearing about this sweat fix and chill. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be Rome's first cold plunge sauna studio that me and Sean has came together and partnered up on mm-hmm. and bring into Rome. You know, we talked about it for months yeah. and we, we wanted to try to find a standalone location, you know, just and go, go start off, you know, with multiple units, but he had some unused space in the back of stretch Rome, and it actually ended up being perfect. You know, the yeah. first time you showed me, I was like, dude, this is it. I, yeah. I was thinking you just had like a little like broom closet or something back there. <laughs> and you got about 500 square feet. Yeah. It was unused space and it ended up being a perfect layout for like a, a what I consider like a startup hub yeah. for Rome's first cold plunge sauna studio. And it, it worked out great that the cold plunge is going to be in its own separate little, yeah. I call it the cave room. Yeah. The sauna is going to be sitting out and basically, and you can elaborate on this, Sean, uh, our our guests are going to have one hour of private sessions in this room where mm-hmm. they can toggle between the the sauna and the cold plunge. And the, yep. the the lotting's going to be really relaxing, mm-hmm. um, and then you you'll have a we call it a beauty. What do you call it, Sean? A beauty counter, a, a refresh refresh bar. Yeah, we call it. A, I guess I've heard it called a, a beauty bar. I got the idea from um, I got the idea from Orange Theory. You know they have yeah. they have a, a little section right there that they have a couple bathrooms and then they have a section right there. So the bathrooms are nice because you can shower and that's coming. We talked about this. Yep. That'll be it. That'll be it when we when we get to the next location. Showers, so if you want yep. shower sooner, we'll then start taking more cold plunges and more saunas so we can afford to yes. buy the, the <laughs> get the get the space that yep. we need. But um, it just didn't feel like the showers would really work where in this space back there. Um, but they have showers, which are great. And then they have this little area there that has like a nice lighting, has a, just a simple mirror. It's got a, it's got hair like dryer. a hair dryer, yep. it's got Q-tips, it's got tampons, things like that, that are there for everybody's use. I think yes. they might even have throwaway razors. And I kind of took some of it from Coosa country club in the men's locker room. I've never been right. in the women's, I'm sure it's similar, but in the men's locker room, they have all that stuff laid out, toothbrushes, toothpaste, yep. all of it's there. 
And I'm like, that's a really good idea, you know, because people yeah, don't always want to have to bring all that up. stuff, right? And then hot, we'll have towels supplied. So really, all you have to do is bring a little, a, a little duffel, bring yeah. whatever clothes you as you want to as you want to wear or change into if you're going to work after. Right. We'll have the rest, you know. If you need yeah. a, if you want to bring a hairbrush, you can do that. But we'll have the hair dryer, we'll have all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they'll come in for an hour. Um, someone asked me, and it'll probably be somewhere in that 50 minute zone because, you know, you got to have a little bit of time to interchange, but, and clean up between people. But someone asked me, um, Kip actually asked me, Hey, do you, can you just do the sauna? And I said, how this really works. And just to answer that question for everybody, how this really works is your time is your time. You can, you can use it however you want. I highly recommend the research defends and backs up the need for the five minutes in or three minutes in right. the cold plunge, yep. but you're still going to get a lot of benefit just by sitting in the sauna. There's oh, enough yeah. research alone There's, on a sauna for 30 minutes or four, four 40. For, I did, for 40 I did a minutes. 40 minute session the other day. That's yeah. all I did. I, and I did finish it off with a five minute plunge, mm-hmm. but yes, the infrared, that's what's cool about our, our setup is we have a infrared full spectrum sauna yeah. and for people that don't really, I'm going to try to keep this as simple as possible. I was used to a hot stone mm-hmm. sauna where you, you, most most of your gyms have hot stone saunas. That's where you can go in there and pour the water on the stones, and mm-hmm. that's very aggressive. They're two hundred degrees plus. You're lucky if you can hang in there for ten or fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're you're pretty. And a lot of women can't even handle the heat. Yeah. You know, they like the idea of going in there, but five minutes they're out. The infrared sauna. What I love about this, the one we have, Sean, by sun is it sunlighting? Sunlighting. Yeah. Yes. Is um, it's a it's a slow slower deeper. Sweat. Mm-hmm. So it's uh it's it's gonna be about a thirty five, forty minute, you know, session where you can slow slow cook. It's a deeper yeah. detox. Yeah. And if you you can look up at the research on your own, but just look up hot stone versus infrared and you'll see the benefits yeah. of the slower the slower, deeper sweat that the infrared gives you. And then, you know, you can not that I'm saying you need to be in your phone on there, but that's what's cool is you can wear an Apple watch or have your phone in there and listen to podcasts without your phone absolutely frying. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> So, well, yeah, that, um, and again, I was, I was in there and I was pouring sweat. So you're not yeah. sacrificing the sweat. You're going to get that sweat fix. No pun intended. Yep. Um, or probably pun intended, but you're going to get what you want in terms of the sweat. I was Nina. Here's the thing. My, I got in there and didn't feel like waiting the whole hour, hour and a half for it to warm up, which no one will have to, cause no, that'll all be pre-done. But for you. when we go in there, we kind of have to either, that's why I texted you. <laughs> I'm like, Hey man, can you turn it on for right. me? I'm about 30 minutes out. So I was in there, and, and within five minutes, it was up at like 90-something degrees, and yep. then it got to 100. And so I was sitting in there, and it scooted up. Around 120, I was already sweating pretty sweat. good. Yep. And then it got – I think it, top, it topped out for me before I got out uh, was about 155. Cool. So I probably could have waited in there longer, and it would have kept getting higher. Right. I just wanted to get I, – I, it was like 430. I'd already been there. I've been in, in there for like an hour, and I was like, all right, okay, so I'm just going to get out. Um but uh, I know it will get up to like 170, which is yes. plenty, um, yep. plenty, plenty. And um, yeah, I mean that that for me, it, it was it was more than enough. Um, but a lot of times, you know, people people don't realize that infrared has a lot more benefit than just just the heat. Yeah, right. The infrared yep. is big because more healing properties as far as like wound healing and exactly. stuff like that. Yeah, you know, muscle, muscle tissue, yep. yep, cellular repair. Yeah, yep. so, I mean, when you get done with the workout, it's great to go over there because that sauna in and of itself will help to create cellular repair. So if, if you're – like, let's just say you just had a hard workout. A lot of people don't know this. I, I hope they should. I think it's kind of 
even a lot of personal trainers don't know this, that when you're working out, you're not actually you're assaulting and beating up and tearing Breaking down your fibers. body. You're digging yeah. a hole. And then the goal is, okay, how do you refill yeah. the hole? And how you choose to refill the hole is really going to have a lot to do with what comes next, right? And Sleep, your diet. Yeah, these are all ways. Yeah, like exactly. What you plunges. eat. Yeah. Yeah, you said diet. Yeah. All these. But, yeah, like getting into the cold plunge, how does your, how does your vascular system respond to that? Right. You know, and yeah. that, that can be something that can help the process along. But – the infrared is going to cut deep about three to four centimeters into the dermis, and it yes. starts to improve the va- the cellular cellular um, repair of the vessels and of the muscle tissue. Now, what does that mean outside of just regular recovery? Well, if you've had like a surgery, or if you've Same had thing, a yep. knee injury, or a shoulder injury, or something that is nagging. This is going to be perfect for you to get in there, yeah. and it'll it'll you won't have to like hold your shoulder up to the wall or anything. <laughs> right. It'll just yeah. do the work. Yep. Um, the other thing that Stretch Rome has, if anybody's interested in it, is we do have infrared wraps too that are um, they have near near red and they have uh, infrared light. We put them on our decompression tables because um, while we're pumping that disc full of fluid, yep. we're also um, improving the cellular. Because um, one of the things people don't realize is after 20 years old, your discs don't have any blood supply. So why am I talking about this? It's not a chiropractic show. Well, because the infrared sauna is another way that if you have low back or neck or anything like that, you're sitting in there and you're able to start helping some of the cellular tissue repair because your discs don't get blood supply. And so by pushing some of that that cellular recovery, you're going to help the discs along as well. So a lot, a lot of benefits to it. And then you get into the cold plunge and let's just say for bare minimum, you're able to decrease inflammation. You're able to increase the recovery time of your joints. That's a big part. And you went back to women, 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 um, like we just read Kendall, uh, Dr. Kendall brought this up, my wife, and she said, one of the reasons why I didn't get into the sauna is because women can't regulate heat the same way men can. Right. Yeah. Um, it takes them longer and they don't, it takes a lot higher temperature before they, they shunt blood right. differently. Yeah. It takes a lot higher temperature for them to get down. So my wife is pregnant. So a woman can get into a sauna. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm not trying yeah. to say that if you're pregnant, I don't recommend it <laughs> Right. because yeah. then you'll end up that internal temperature transfers to the baby. That's not good. Cold is the other way around for some reason. Right. Yeah. And again, I didn't design the God did. So that's, that's a, another, another conversation, but I think it's kind of interesting how men and women are just created so differently in that regard. There's so much more research yeah. on men and how we respond to the cold plunge than there is for women. Um, yep. they just done more studies, I guess. Um, and then the, the, I want to touch on a fat loss benefit. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't realize that when you're, when you're when you're dieting and you're exercising, make it mandatory for all of your level uppers. Yeah, you know when you're when you're actually starting to create like a little bit of a calorie deficit. You know, a lot of people don't realize how does the how does the actual body fat leave your body? Have you mm-hmm. ever have you ever thought about that? A lot of people don't think about how where does that go? Does it does it evaporate? So where it goes through your lymph, doesn't it? So it, it it body fat leaves your body through three different metabolic pathways: your lungs, your sweat, and urine. That makes sense. So okay. if you think about it, that's why I'm real big on uh, drinking, increasing your water through through your weight loss, fat loss journey. Not only is water intake important, but it helps that that fat loss process. Yeah, hence the you know the urination. All right, uh, lungs. All right, how let's let's do some kind of exercise where you you get your heart rate up to like 135. 
get some breathing going, that, there's your there's your other metabolic pathway mm-hmm. that that fat is able to leave your body. All right. Then the third one, this is where I'm going to tie in the sauna, is sweat. So a lot of people, some people claim they, they have a hard time breaking a sweat. Some people sweat like pigs all day long. But either way, if you're if you're in a calorie deficit and you're you're you you got those body fat cells breaking up, sitting in a sauna for thirty minutes can just help that process. You're drinking your water, yep. you know, you're flushing out that deep sweat. It's a true detox for not only toxins but fat also. But mm-hmm. legit body fat can be leaving your body. You know, I'm not saying you can keep drinking your six pack of beer or not and eat yeah. your eat your, you know, pizza and uh, DoorDash yeah. and then go sit in a sauna and it, and it just magically but if you're on a journey and you're putting in efforts towards weight loss tools like a cold plunge and a sauna can help that process is there anything that's a magical uh, fix quick fix no but what I've always looked at it is what if it helps what if it helps 3% mm-hmm. or 5% you know these little these little things that you can do throughout the week you compound that over the days and the weeks and the months that's huge that's huge no, I agree. I wanted to ask you about one thing. Um, so that's good stuff, man. I wanted to uh, I wanted to ask you, what do you have? You had any of your any of your um, clients um, talking to you about the new uh, injection that they that they can get? The uh, appetite control stuff. Mm-hmm. What does it start with? An S. It's a uh, well semaglutide. Things like Ozempic is one of the ones I was trying to get the name right. They're approved for diabetes, but um, they don't have full approval for weight loss. But it's it's becoming it started off as celebrity trend. That's where it slows the gastro gas the stomach emptying. Right, it basically turns the food to to like gel. Yeah, and it makes them not hungry. And if they eat, the, if they eat, they actually get sick a lot of times. Is another thing. So it's kind of like it, it it like there's like a feedback loop there where they start to have a different relationship with food. Right, um, yeah. it's not healthy, but that's not really the case anymore. People don't really care about that. They just want to lose the weight. I was just curious if, if you have people, um, yeah, I've had to wing some people off because they were, they couldn't, the guy was wanting to make some body composition changes in the gym. And we had a protein target to get in each day. He couldn't, he couldn't get it in. He's only getting in like 30% of his protein goal because he was slapped full mm-hmm. because that medicine was causing him to just feel sick. If he was to try to eat anything more. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, um, yeah, there are lots of different, like you said, uh, I feel like everybody feels disempowered. It's like, there are different ways, you know, and primarily my, my conversations are, are with musculoskeletal and, and, and tissue, um, you know, healing, but you know, I, I have played in that sandbox for a long time. So I still, I think I still have a pretty strong, um, a pretty strong affinity to it, but yeah, it's like like you said. There's not any like magic pill, but geez, we just we just talked about two simple things that you can do. One of them is literally just sitting there in a in a in a heat box, which doesn't, which is right. actually pretty relaxing. Yeah, I mean, when it gets really hot, yeah, maybe a little uncomfortable. But like, I mean, how many more hard things are there to do out there than if we you can spend an hour of your day doing these two things? It's going to improve. We've already told that there's that there's all these benefits for weight yeah. loss, for improved health, for improved longevity. You know, what are you waiting for? Why why are we why are we sticking a needle in us that has not had any real studies to show that it's safe yeah. for this need? It's it's a diabetic drug, which means it's meant to completely overhaul your. If you're, if you're falling for that trap, if you're if you're in line and getting these injections and then these medicines, you're just falling right in line with the 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 the. the 
the, for lack of better words, sheep. Yeah. That they want you to stay stuck in this system, you know, stuck in this cycle of needing them and in the mm-hmm. quick fixes and the side effects and the and yeah. you're in you're in that you're in that puppet show. Yeah. Well, know? they've created the problem, or they. So, I hate using that word today, but like, <laughs> I mean, we 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 have we as a culture have created this problem, yeah. and now and now we are trying to create a, a solution when the yeah. solutions have been there for for oh yeah right, and it all goes back to. I think what's so wild is it all goes back to the freaking Bible. It's already there. It's been written there for thousands of years how to take care of your body. Yeah. It yeah. literally, on a, on a certain level, he doesn't say go lift, you know, and go do barbells, shrugs, and everything. He's no. not going to give you a workout plan, but he does give you the basics, which is, yeah. you know, eat eat the things, that eat, eat the animals that scurry on the ground, eat your vegetables. Well, I call them Jesus foods yeah. in my program. I say, because people ask me, because I preach about your real body. food. Yeah. And then, well, what's a real food? Is a, is, a, is, a, is a chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A real food? I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. I ask yourself, did, was, if it was around when Jesus was living, that's your answer. Mm-hmm. If they, Did Jesus have access to a Chick-fil-A real <laughs> chicken sandwich? No. Right. So there's your answer. So I call them Jesus foods in my program for that same reason. Yeah, you know, definitely. Plant. Well, well, like it talks about a lot of things too. Like one, you're absolutely right. You know, you, the natural foods that were already there, right? Those those are important. So, like your meats, your vegetables, your you know, you know some of the nuts and things like that were not some of them, not all of them. Um, but then it talks about okay, so guard what goes into your body, guard what goes into your mind. That's another big one. Yeah, Talk, you know, like and that that goes back to like guard your mind. You know, your body's a temple, so be careful what you put into it. Take care of it. Move it. It says, talk, it talks about, you know, being being active and move, yeah. moving. It talks also about taking time to rest and being, being. Um, so there's the rest, the recovery. Yep. And it also talks about being watchful over your mind and that that's like your stress levels, things like that. Now, back then, maybe it was more demonic and things like that, but now it's more stress. Yeah. It's like, you know, so the, the keys to the health were already put right there by our creator. Now it's not spelled out, but you know, it stands the test of time. And, and I mean, do I always hit these? No, I mean, no. I, I'm not perfect. I, I, I don't claim to be, but I think it's just important that we at least have some sort of cogn- cognizance around the ideas of what yeah. we can do to improve. And, and, um, you know, am I a role, am I a role model? Maybe not. I don't know, but I try to, I try to exercise daily. Now I have, again, I tr- full transparency. I took a whole week off when I went to St. Thomas and there really was no excuse because I did. Oh, man, there was yeah. a gym there. Yeah. There was a gym in our house. It wasn't great, but it had like that stuff. I could yeah. have done some stuff. I just chose not to. Yeah, and man, I shouldn't have. And then I can't. But here's the deal: taking those rest weeks are kind of tough because you take a rest week, and I was I was completely justified in taking a rest week because I had been going pretty hard for a while before that. Right. Well, then I got home and then got right back in the cycle. Things have been getting more stressful yep. with opening this new business. And so with the, the Calhoun office, so now I didn't work out at all yeah. this whole week. And so yesterday was my first day back, right? Gotcha. And then today will be my second. But it's like it, it gets really easy to take two to two weeks yeah. off of doing no physical activity. And yeah. then you try to get back to it, and it gets hard. Yeah. And it's really hard. And I think back on what you were saying a while ago, just from what I can see from a, a bird's eye view is I, feel, I see so many people that just think that feeling like shit is normal. Mm-hmm. You know, they think that that's, that's as good as it gets that they've, they've been feeling so, so bad for so long that this, that's normal. They've built like a, like a, a it's been normalcy to it. They don't know how good they can feel. Yeah. yeah and, I, and I, I see that I've seen so many people push through and take control of their health and get to the other side. And I, 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 a lot of times I see that more for people than they do in themselves. 
So that's what's aggravating for me. And I think me and you have done a great job of building this big ass tool shed, mm-hmm. the health and wellness tool shed. Yeah. And we're giving people all these tools and all these opportunities, but, and all they got to do is reach in and grab a tool and get to work. Yeah. So now we're adding the, the cold plunge and the, uh, the sauna to the tool shed. Mm-hmm. And I keep, I keep joking around. We're going to have to buy that shopping center one day. Definitely. I told, and, I told Ledger once upon a time we were going to have to buy it from him. He told me good luck. Good luck. But, uh, yeah, man, I, and then I want to be on this forever, but, uh, you know, it comes back to, it comes back to doing things to help yourself before your pain is just so far, so far gone. You know, you don't realize, I see it all the time in my office. People yeah. do not realize how good they can feel until they start getting adjusted. And I tell people all the time, is chiropractic something you have to do forever? Well, well, no, you don't have to do anything forever. Right. Yeah. You don't have to go to the gym forever. You don't have to eat good forever. You don't have to brush your teeth forever. I like to use the yeah. brush your teeth analogy because for some reason we've really gravitated towards brushing our teeth, but most people that brush our teeth won't, won't even eat well. So, right. but yes, you have to, you, you have to brush your teeth if you want to keep them healthy. Yeah. That's how your spine is. If you want to keep your spine healthy, yeah. you need to do things like move and if you're not going to go to the chiropractor, then you least be do, you better be doing some sort of you know mobility training at right. home yep. um, to make sure you're creating good fluid motion through all of your joints and discs. Now, mm-hmm. this doesn't happen for most of us because most of us spend eight to ten hours a day or more sitting. Sitting, yep. And so that's going to automatically it's going to decrease your discs' ability to live longer. You know, and people often come into my office and they don't even realize how much discomfort they've been in until we start or just yeah. how locked up they've been until we yeah. start releasing normal movement and that's why i tell people most people start coming to the chiropractor for some sort of problem yeah and then never want to stop because they start realizing like why would i ever want to go back to not feeling good now yep. i might not feel perfect i might have aches and pains but they know that they're there's they're somewhat more mild mm-hmm. than they would have been or they know where to come to get them fixed so that they don't deal yeah. seven days a week with it. They right. can they can deal with seven, six days good and maybe starting to feel a little sore towards the, set, towards the seventh and they know they're getting adjusted. Yeah, That's, you know, and, and I can only do so much to heal the body. The body's going to yeah. take its time and what you're eating, what you're doing outside of me, my office is going to dictate a lot of that. Are you cold plunging? Are you sawing hunting? Like, yeah. Are you doing these things? Um, but... It it just comes back to the whole idea of you know creating a lot of balance in your life if you're if you're crushing it in, in your financial category if even if you're crushing it as a dad but you're you're a you know you're a freaking floaty around the waist on some level you're not crushing it as a dad on some yeah. level you're not crushing it as a human being because you're lacking. You don't. I don't think you have to be in perfect shape in order to be in shape, right? No. Like to be in in good health. Um, I don't think you got to have a. Uh, uh, you don't think you have to have a million dollars to be financially secure. Well, the apple don't fall far from the tree. I mean, right. I always tell people that come and see me. You know, that's that's really out of shape, and they're they're all about putting their kids first, and that's a lot of the reasons why they they're in the position they're in is because they haven't focused on the focused on themselves. And I'm like, well, think about it for a second. I put it in this different perspective. I'm like, do you want your your child to be going through what you're going through right now, mm-hmm. you know, 20 years from now. And they're like, no, I would never wish that on them. So like, what, what are they watching? Yeah. What do they see mommy doing? You know, yeah. do, so do they see the, the, the lack of confidence in their mom? Do they see her struggling to get ready every morning because nothing fits? Do they hear you complaining about your weight? Do they see you putting that kind of food in your mouth? What, monkey see monkey do. Mm-hmm. Apple don't fall far from the tree. And most of the clients that I work with that are, are, 
really overweight and have a really bad relationship with food and everything, I always ask them, how was it like? What was it like when you were growing up? And they always tell me the same thing. You know, they always tell me it was, it was fast food. There was not anybody in the house that had anything to do with anything health related. They didn't have any kind of influence at all in their life to do with anything remotely related to health. Yeah. So there is a, there is a lot of belief out there that, you know, physical issues are genetically inherited. A lot of it's actually garbage. There are some studies that support that, there are some studies, and they're not all very strongly supported. So I have read some that I guess I could try to get behind if you're really trying to prove yeah. your point. But there are some that say, hey, you know, some of the tissues and collagen fibers that you have, like in your discs and in your knees, might resemble that of your parents. And so if your parents had struggled yeah. with, you know, their, yeah. their discs, then you might. But what we've, but with that small, they they said we will concede that some of this could relate to fam familial ties to right, degeneration yeah. of the disc. We're talking about discs. This is what I read it on, but they said a far more prevalent response or reason is because of the habits and dietary choices yep. that they found from their parents. So most kids eat what their parents eat. Yep. They do what their parents do. And because of that, they end up looking a lot like their parents. And so that's why I just read a great little quote today. It said, moms, your daughters are more than likely going to look very similar to you when they get older. So don't yeah. pick yourself apart in the mirror. But if you're not, that also kind of goes into this whole, the loving your body kind of thing that, that, yeah. that this, this, this mantra going out, it's like the being happy with how unhappy we are with our bodies or like falling in love with how imperfect our bodies are. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> yes and no. Yes yeah. and no. I mean, I understand that some people genetically are never going to look like Victoria's Secret models, right? Right. Nor maybe they shouldn't. You know, I don't know that Victoria's Secret models are necessarily healthy, right? So, <laughs> right. but yeah, so not everybody's going to have that, but that yeah. doesn't mean that you shouldn't strive for better. Yep. That doesn't mean that you should just sit here and say, I'm 50 pounds overweight, more of me to love. You better love me. I'm going to love me either way. Kind I of say thing. just be the best version of yourself yeah. that you can be don't don't dilute yourself yeah. into believing yeah. that you're happy with what you what you have because you probably aren't and that can really screw you up down the road too so yeah. just make peace with the fact that it's going to take some time energy and effort in order to you know f start making changes yeah but again if you want your kids to to live a good life show them how to do that and it, it also goes back to this idea of like pushing through pain in the in the, in your workouts and things like that too you should not be pushing through pain. I've heard some people subscribe to this recently, and I don't agree. Um, you're talking about like spinal pain or like any kind of pain. Like you're not talking pain about, is not normal. You're not talking about like uh, like lactic acid. No, buildup, that's that a burn, burn. Right there, you go. If it burns, it grows, as <laughs> yeah, Arnold says. Yeah, but yeah. I'm talking about if you have sharp, achy, burning, twinging, locking, yeah. clicking stuff like that going on in your shoulders, yeah. knees, back, anything yeah. like that, you should not be pushing through that. I've heard this yeah. whole new physical therapy trend of like green, yellow, red. Right, yeah. Green is the only level you should be pushing through. If you have any level of pain, you should stop. Yeah. You do not, and I don't care if the pain goes away after you're done moving. You should not be pushing through a painful, pain is a, pain is a neurological response to overstress.
to a tissue that can't handle the load, to a tissue that can't handle the demand. And if you keep pushing through that, you are going to cause an injury. Yeah. How serious? That's up to you. But it's not normal. Pain is not normal. And so you should not have it. And and if people are pushing too hard, so for you, I, I say this to you because I know you have such a strong following, and I don't think you would tell people to do this, but you're going to have people who are just in a position where doing some of these movements hurts. Mm-hmm. They need to know that they need to have a healthy, un, a healthy relationship with pain when they're moving right. and understanding that, Hey, I'd rather you completely change that movement. Now knowing yeah. we're going to take maybe 10 steps back on your fitness journey, but we're going to preserve your knees for the yeah. 20 years after you get your body where you want it. Cause it doesn't matter if you get, the hundred pounds to go right. away. I hear this a lot. I'll have people come in there that lost a hundred pounds, but they put so much stress on their back and on their knees that now they gained it all back because they couldn't yeah. sustain. Yeah. So pain is not normal. And no. you know, we can go all over the place <laughs> with this, but like there's a, this new trend of CrossFit is a yeah. big problem with it. I love CrossFit. So I'm not knocking on CrossFit in general, but quantifying and, and yeah. timing load it, pushes the the need for overtraining it pushes it pushes pain in into the workout and it really shouldn't it pushes bad mechanics bad form now i don't think that's where they're after i don't think that any coach wants to see their people doing things improperly but you go to most crossfit gyms you have one coach for 20 people in a classroom yeah you it's impossible for them to watch everybody and make sure that every rep is good and so these are just some of the things as a chiropractor that I, I think I just want to share with yeah. anytime I get a platform, but I know we're running out of time. So biggest thing is just like, where do they find sweat? Yeah. Fix? So we're, we're, I think our goal was to open around September the 1st. Mm-hmm. We got was final touches, you know, yep. going on. We got the main components in place. We're just polishing it up for you yep. guys. Getting pretty lights in there. Yeah. As you can uh, see right now, you can go to sweatfixchillrome.com mm-hmm. uh, website. We got some pre-sales on there. A, We'll have the Instagram page up soon. Okay. We got some pre yeah pre sales going on. If you want to save a little bit of money uh, before we open, we got like those packages. You, know. you basically get one free. Yep. You get one free session for every package that you buy right now, which yep. is great because come September first, that's going to be gone. So yep. get on there and do it. I mean, I'd like to save you money. I'd rather see people happy, smiling, having, enjoying yep. it, and getting you know a little bit of savings along the way. Yeah, and once uh, so right now you'll just lock in your your you know your bundle with you save money, but then. As we get a little bit closer to opening, you we'll actually reaching get, out. you'll get emailed a link to book. You actually get to book mm-hmm. your, um, you know, your lock in your spot. So if you wanted to come on a, a Tuesday morning at six thirty a.m., you're going to be able to have that opportunity to lock that in for you and mm-hmm. your friend or however you want to, you know, set it up. Yeah, it's super easy too. I've I've, t- I've gone through it just to see yeah. how it works and super easy. Click on your package. Um, you can do this with friends. I think how it works is if you do single sessions, you know, you're obviously your single session one off is like 75 bucks. I don't recommend you do it that way. If you really just want to try it once. Yeah. Go for it. But I would say you are definitely going to save a ton every time you do a five pack or a 10 pack. Yep. Um, and then if you want to do with a family or a family member or a friend or a spouse or a, right. or a couple, um, it just takes in and it decreases the person's individual cost by like 60% or something like that. Or I forget how, how we did the yeah. math, but we did it to make it so that it was like, okay, this is going to significantly yeah. um, decrease this person's, you know, responsibility. And so it makes it pretty, pretty affordable for like a 10 pack. Yeah. I think it's like, so we'll, like 200 bucks more yep. than, or like a hundred bucks more than what a 10 right. pack is for an individual. So it's, 
pretty good. Yeah, we'll have some signage up as it gets closer to opening. But it's like I said, um, three fifteen Riverside Parkway. Mm-hmm. You know where the Chick Fil A shipping container hub is. Yep. You got you'll see Stretch Rome stretch above Rome. it. Yep, we're going to get a window decal for yep. stretch, so for sweat fix. So you'll see it. And we'll be there. but just look for Stretch Rome, and it's it. in the back. Yep, that's it. Well, we are excited to to get the place mm-hmm. finished up. I'm excited. I just got to figure out when I'm going to get mine in there. <laughs> if we start getting too busy, I'm never going to get in there. I oh, know, man. We're going to have to like carve out some mm-hmm. time slots yeah, just for us to do it. <laughs> For real. Block off some time slots, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, man, I'm glad we did this. Appreciate you collabing on this episode with me to, to spread some more awareness for yeah. all the different topics we talked about. And, of course, our new exciting endeavor for the Cold Plunge yeah. sauna studio, which is going to be Rome's first. Yeah. And like I said, guys, uh, the, the, the the location and the spot we have for you is going to be awesome. But just know that we have bigger plans, you know, mm-hmm. once we outgrow this, this little hub, which yeah. I'm hoping understand is humble beginnings, humble beginnings. Yeah. Um, you know, we're not, we're not doing a franchise. We're just building this from the ground up with some, with our heart mm-hmm. and time and money. Yeah. So, uh, Definitely. we're excited that, you know, we thought it was something you, that Rome yeah. needed. I, I, I personally think it's just something that I feel like Rome needs. Yeah. I think it's something that's why I'm excited for us to, um, if you have a gym or if you're out there, you think we should come out and do a, a demo too? reach out to us. Yeah. Um, we're going to have some portable, um, you can reach out to Keith tubs. or me and, uh, on our Instagrams. I'm, I'm at the Dr. Sean Ostrowski. Um, he's, you know, the Keith Osmond. I'm sure you can find yep. him. Um, but, uh, reach out to us and we can also, um, come out and I know we, I know I've reached out to a couple of places about going to their gym and actually posting up with a few, like just portable, portable, uh, cold yeah. tubs and we'll allow them to just get done with the awesome workout and then feel that, that, that submersion and feel that, that boost you get after getting in that cold. Yeah. Um, and that's only half of it, right? Cause they're not getting the sauna, but it's still just nice to, to show them what, what it can do. That's right. Um, so if that's something you guys want us to do for you, let us know. We'd love to do it. We'd love to come out. Um, yeah, cool, man. Let's well, all right, brother. Have a good day. We'll see y'all later. All right, take care. See ya.